The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Our next guest has a cool job getting to explore everything tech. And uh, as you know, it's September, so that means new iPhones and innovative Apple products that we weren't sure we needed are being announced to uh, great amounts of fanfare. The company unveiled a slew of new items earlier this week. To take a closer look, we're joined by Andy Burrar, uh, who is a contributing author at futurhythmic.com. Hi, Andy. Hi, Jalen. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for joining me. It's great to talk to you. Uh, it's a pleasure to be here. And uh, yes, I do have a pretty cool job, and I'm really excited about to talk about this uh, new uh, new iPhones that are going to be hitting the market. Soon. So, Andy, I'm, I'm curious. How is it that uh, you got into the tech world? How is it that you got into this business, working at uh, futurhythmic dot dot com, and and doing what you do? Well, uh, for about eight years, I worked at a video production agency, and I was an intern, and they were making a tech show at that time, and I was a super techie person, and one day I had to kind of fill in for one of the hosts on Global News, <laughs> and I did it, and one of the producers uh, looked at me and watched that and said, we got to make him a host on the show. He's geeky, and he's good on camera, and so that was, <laughs> that was my entry into the tech world. Awesome. Geeky and good on camera. Love it. I uh, love it. Andy. Okay, so I, I'm curious though. Did, before we get into kind of breaking down uh, some of this uh, Apple stuff, do you do you think? Um, I mean, Apple is still is Apple the company that's still selling the most smartphones. Uh, no. Uh, oh. If you look globally, you're going to find that uh, Android is the most popular okay. one. Uh, Apple, what they do is they're the ones that are making money in the smartphone industry. Mm. Everyone else is trying to, to make it. But it, the thing about Apple is Apple is an iPhone company. If you look at their revenue, the majority of their money is coming from the iPhone, which is why it's very important for them to try to keep that market share because if things change, if people start to leave the iPhone, that means they're leaving the Apple ecosystem because they have what we call a nice walled garden where everything works, you yep. just can't leave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You're trapped. And, and what they do, and they have a premium price for their products as well, so they have to keep innovating. Otherwise, people might, you know, start looking at their wallet and start considering other options, which would be on the Android side. Andy, do you have an, uh, an iPhone? No, I don't. Ah. I, I, I left the iPhone world after around the iPhone Four. Oh. Back then, they had a sticky button issue where the button, this is when they still had buttons, uh, would sometimes on some of the iPhones would get stuck. And Apple really, it was a, it was a factory issue, but Apple didn't want to take uh, blame for it. And, and I got mad. And so that's when I, I kind of left the Apple ecosystem and I haven't looked back since. Well, that's interesting because, you know, it's, it's, it's always fascinating. My, uh, my, oldest, uh, my oldest son has, a, mm, I think it's a Samsung of some sort. It's a beautiful phone, takes amazing pictures. Um, and he's like, no, don't want, uh, don't want Apple products, don't, don't want to do it. And I keep looking at it and I'm so beholden. I am beholden. It's like I'm married to my iPhone, and 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 the thought of getting another divorce scares me. <laughs> yeah, and you know the thing about Apple and what they've really done well is they don't just make the phone; they make the software for the phone, and they make the chipset. So they had complete control, and they made it really easy.
easy for people to to use technology and they they have a base now and they're trying to keep that base but uh, like for my mom for instance you know i gave her an ipad because i thought android might be a little bit too complicated mm -hmm. for her and and i know that she'll always use that device moving forward which is fine uh it's just you know it is a very expensive product but now apple is allowing people to even do monthly payments on smartphones which is unheard of yeah. when you Think about a couple of years ago. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so um, this week, I think it was on Tuesday, um, Apple unveiled a whole bunch of new things, including, what is it, the new iPhone 11, the iPhone 11 Pro, the iPhone 11 Pro Max. Um, these are, are really, from everything that I've been reading, putting a, a big emphasis on photography and, and video capture. There's some new lenses, and I know some people are getting freaked out because on some of them, there's like three lenses. Tell us about these. Yes, that's right. So they did release the, the new iPhone 11 and also two other versions, the iPhone 11 Pro and the Pro Max. Now, they what's interesting is they're using the Pro for the first time on the iPhone. Of course, they have MacBook Pro. Uh, so what they're trying to do is create a device that's all about creating great content. The, the camera quality on these smartphones today are just amazing. Yeah. You could almost shoot like a full featured film with these cameras and and what they've done is added additional cameras. So not one, but three cameras now on the back and a, another camera on the front. So that's four cameras on one smartphone. But they changed the lenses so you can get these uh, telephoto lenses and ultra-wide lenses. And within the phone, you can switch through the different lenses on the fly. So it really allows you to capture beautiful content. Um, and they're really trying to, with those premium pro line, get the content creators out there who are big on social media to buy that phone. Yeah, and you know what? That's what I was going to ask you. I mean, is that who they're they're gunning for on this? Because you, we know on you know Instagram and, and all of that sort of stuff, it's all about content, content, content. Well, I don't know if you saw what they uh, announced, but for the front-facing camera, they introduced slow motion videos for the first time to create what they call slow fees. Yes. So, so they're really trying to get, you know, the Instagrammers out there who could oh. put a fan to blow their hair and get that, that you know, oh. slow motion effect. But you can really see who they're trying to target to uh, with these pro line of the iPhones. You know what, Andy, and I, I don't know if you've looked at this. I suspect you might have. But with the fact that everybody has a camera on their phone now what has it done to like the traditional camera business has it just slaughtered that Oh, it has, definitely. Not just for cameras, but camcorders as well. You know, you, you remember when people would make home movies on these big, bulky cameras and, and then have to edit it on, on a computer. Well, that's all changed because we all have high-definition cameras in yeah. our pockets at any point in time, uh, which has really changed society when you think about it, you know. And anyone that goes on vacation, instead of just savoring the moments, everyone just takes pictures. It's all about the pictures instead well, of the experiences. And and that, that's interesting because there was a conversation that uh, some of my colleagues had this morning and it was, um, you know, with, with a doctor and he's saying a lot of uh, doctors or, or, or people coming into doctor's offices now, um, they're, they're taking pictures, you know, of getting the, their blood pressure taken and, and all this sort of stuff. Or they're recording their conversations with their doctors just so they remember uh, lately. But, you know, when I was listening to this conversation, I also thought, but we've come such a far way um, from having photo albums. Like, you 
you know, when I was growing up, uh, when I was a kid, my parents had photo albums. Our photo albums now are our phones. And so while, yeah, we do document everything and it seems we always have to put things out there, for me, that is also my photo album. Well, yes, it's pretty much your legacy is is being on your phone. And a lot of these different services, like, say, Google Photos, they will remind you what you were doing three years ago yeah. on this day. <laughs> and, and, and it's very interesting, you know. Like, when you think about it, the original iPhone came out in 2007. Before that, there were a variety of different-looking phones. Everything looks the same now. They have that same form factor where it's just all glass, kind of a all-screen display with great cameras in it and as a society we have embraced this and you know it's amazing how much information people are sharing about their lives now if you look in the early 90s people didn't even use their real name when they went on the internet Mm -mm. and in one in less than a generation we have completely changed uh, how we interact with this technology and use it to share our lives with others online so with these um, iPhone 11s the uh, 11 Pro the 11 Pro Max is is the difference mainly in the camera someone's texting in and, and wondering what's the difference between the three of them and which one might be better is it depending on what you want well I'll tell you this no matter there's they each of the phones come in different um, storage sizes, so depending on what your budget is. But ah. I can guarantee you, whoever tries to get the 64 gig uh, iPhone 11 Pro, which is kind of like the entry level, you're going to be very disappointed because you're going to use that uh, that storage very quickly. So uh. you're going to want to get more storage. Otherwise, you're going to start using Apple Cloud and be on a subscription service for that additional storage. There's always, so that's, yeah, we're always paying for something. You're paying and. Like, what is amazing right now is if you look at the top-of-the-line iPhone right now, which is the iPhone 11 Pro Max, and you get 512 gigabytes of storage, that's $2,000 Canadian just for the phone. Oh, my gosh. And, and of course, you're going to get Apple Care because you have the best phone out there. You need some protection. After tax, you're almost around almost around three grand, maybe about $2,600, $2,700 for one phone, Uh. which which is amazing how far and fast uh, we are willing to pay for something but again it can do just about everything that we had before all in this device that fits in our pocket do you think apple is is grasping for straws here or do you believe that they are still coming up with some new and innovative ideas do people really need this well that's the big question right now is apple when they when especially when they're at the helm of Steve Jobs, they were the innovators. They redefined what a a smartphone should be. But now that Steve Jobs has passed away and it's been with Tim Cook, the question is, are they still innovating or are they imitating? Because if you look at the Apple Watch, Apple didn't create the first smartwatch. They entered it after about two or three years that smartwatches were on. But they took over that entire industry, but they didn't create it. The last category they created was the iPad, which was back in 2010 when Steve Jobs was still around. Wow. it, it just shows that can they create the next big thing or do they wait to see what people want in the market and then come out with an Apple version of that technology? And that's the big question we're going to see with Apple for the next couple of years moving forward. Andy Burrard joining me this afternoon, a contributing author at futurerhythmic.com. I want to take a quick break here, Andy. Um, and I uh, want to come back, want to talk about that new Apple Watch. Also want to talk about this Apple TV Plus. It looks like Apple is finally, I don't know, taken on Netflix. By the, by the sounds of it and the cost of it. So hold the line. We'll get to that right after this.
All right, we're talking tech this afternoon with uh, Andy Brewer, who is a contributing author at futurhythmic.com. We're talking about the announcements uh, from Apple earlier this week. Andy, want to talk about, we, we, you touched on the Apple Watch. There's a new version of it. Is it, is it, is it worth paying attention to? Well, one thing they finally did with uh, the Apple Watch, and this is the Series 5, and you kind of expect a watch to do this, is it now has an always-on display. So it doesn't time out um, when you're not looking at it. And, mm. you know, anyone that's had an old-fashioned watch, you know, it was always on and ready yeah. to go. So so that was, that was a, a good move on them to be able to uh, get that feature there. But what was really interesting that Apple did is they're using the watch now and allowing the, the user to share that data for research purposes. Yeah. So one of the things they're doing is trying to see about noise pollution and and you can send that data to different labs across the world for them to analyze it. So it's very interesting. It's not just telling time, it's also now uh, capturing data about our day-to-day lives. Come on, Andy, isn't it, hasn't it always been doing that? <laughs> yes. Um, I guess the only thing now is they're working with these different labs across the world uh, in universities to, to basically give them that data. Of course, you got to opt in for that, and they promise that they'll take care of, of sure. your privacy uh, with it. So. Sure. It's sure, an option. Sure. It's an option. <laughs> uh, this Apple TV plus um so this is a a a video subscription service that's launching on november 1st the price of it is pretty good but is this is this an effort to take on like a netflix or you know just another way to make some more money well, again, you know, like we said, Apple is making the hardware, they were making the software and the chip for their devices. Now they want to make content that you're consuming on that device with Apple TV+. And yes, they are really getting into the streaming game. They're going to be going against the likes of Netflix, Amazon Prime, uh, Hulu in the U.S., and also Disney+. Plus. Disney's going to be coming out with their own streaming service. So lots of competition there. It's not just Netflix anymore. Mm-hmm. The thing is, at launch, Apple's only going to have nine shows but they're hoping they got this new show called the morning show with uh jennifer aniston mm. so they're hoping to to lure a lot of people into their ecosystem for apple plus through that and also anyone that buys a new apple device is going to have an automatic one-year subscription to apple oh. plus so they're they're slowly trying to get into this game uh 5.99 is very competitive however they don't have that content and that breadth um that the likes of Netflix and even Amazon. Before we run out of time, Andy, was there anything that you were expecting to be announced that wasn't announced? Well, I don't know if you watched, uh, Jalen, the past uh, iPhone announcements when Steve Jobs was around. He would always end it off with one more thing, and then he would say something that would blow everybody away. <laughs> well, they just they lost that, and, yeah. and it takes the fun out of of the event because Steve Jobs was very secretive. You never really knew, but now the rumor mills are always correct. So it just doesn't have that same luster as it did for the tech enthusiasts out there as when Steve Jobs was still at the helm. Interesting. Yeah, really, really interesting. You know, I'm, I'm looking at my iPhone right now. I don't even know which, I don't even know which version it is. I, I couldn't tell. I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I know probably in another year, I'll probably have to get a new one, but it's not going to be an iPhone 11. You can can guarantee, not at, not at uh, $2,000. Uh, each but you know hey I guess if you've got the cash people will be lining up for this they always do Andy and of course the previous versions of the iPhone are going to be a good value right now too so they have a price point 
So if you do need to stay in the Apple ecosystem, you're going to be able to find something that'll hit your budget. I know. It's I I, I want I want to I want to stray. I want to stray, Andy. Um, but I'm afraid I'm, af- I'm afraid what that might mean. <laughs> It's not easy. It's to get out of that ecosystem is not easy. And I'm a tech guy, and it uh, even to help other people, it's very difficult to do. Uh, Andy, you know what? I want to thank you for joining me this afternoon. I know we had talked about maybe talking about 5G as well, but maybe let's make a plan to talk about that another time. Okay? Absolutely. I write a lot about 5G, so I would love to chat with that. Awesome, about that. Andy. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. It's been a real pleasure. My pleasure. Thank you. Take care. Andy Burrard joining us this afternoon again, contributing author at futurerhythmic.com. Um, yeah, they, uh, yeah, there was a new iPad that they announced as, as well, um, apparently compatible with the Apple Pencil. Don't have a clue what that is. Um, oh, yeah, it's their, the, the pencil that goes with the, the iPad. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it cost around $329. Looking at buying a new laptop, you guys. Um, I have an HP Envy. Um, that is probably getting close. Well, it's probably 10 years old and it's still working well. It's a little overheated. I know some of you told me I needed to get more RAM, I think, in it, and then I can just go to a store and they can upgrade that. Um, but I have no idea where to start when it comes to buying a new laptop. So um, any ideas, any suggestions, let me know.